I don't need to sit here and listen to a bunch of fucking Jews tell me about Christmas. It's a marshmallow world in the winter When the snow comes to cover the ground It's time for play It's a whipped cream day I wait for it to hold you around Those are marshmallow clouds being friendly In the arms of the evergreen trees And the sun is red like a pumpkin head It's shining so your nose won't freeze All the world is a snowball This is Sick and Wrong world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening and welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your host, D. Simon. Um, people, welcome to uh, Holiday Show Spectacular Part 2. With special guests this time, actually. Uh, one of them doesn't really need an introduction, but I'll give him one anyway. Back on the show, former co-host, Lance Wackerly. Hello, folks. Wackerly, thanks for uh, coming on here for the holiday show. Uh, you're welcome. Were you no looking problem. forward to it? I was, but then I got diarrhea. So now I'm just kind of getting through it. <laughs> Christmas diarrhea. Yeah, it's Christmas miracle, I guess, for this year. <laughs> Christmas miracle for the ass. I think um, I got the flu at a uh, Christmas party for my wife's in place of employment. So wait, have you been having There's a couple a lot of culprits though? It could have been someplace else. Have you been doing the whole uh, corporate holiday party thing? Yeah, you have to. I wouldn't say my wife's place is corporate, but what what does she do? She works at a salon, hair salon. Yeah, that's what, that's what we we talked about this in the past here. Sure. So what was that? What that holiday party's got to be more fun than uh, your corporate one. Yeah. But I don't. I still don't want to really do it. <laughs> Plus, it was on. You know, it was on a weeknight. Well, a Sunday. You know, work night. Oh I yeah, so you can't get too drunk. I don't know. You I mean you're like there and you just want to leave, and then it seemed you know it's like been four hours, and you're just like, oh my god, come on. Yeah, yeah. And do you know her coworkers? Are you friends with them? Yeah, mostly. Oh, see, that's not, it couldn't be that bad. Just hair, hair salon people are, are weird. In general, well, they're partiers. Like, they're they're party animals. Those hairstylists. They're partiers, but you know, like there's the main people, and I guess my, you know, I count my wife as one of the main people. But then there's always like, I don't know if people know this, but there's always like the straight dude who works there. And you're it, like, what? What's up with you, dude? There's always got to be one straight guy that yeah. uh, like hooks up with all his all the all his clients, right? And then there's like, you know, the hairstylists. There's a hairstylist who's, who br- brings her boyfriend and she introduces him her boyfriend or even husband sometimes. And you're like, wait a minute, you're gay. Are you? <laughs> you seem really, really, really gay. Like, what do you mean boyfriend? But then you're like, whatever. Okay. And like, he's always a hairstylist too, but he's not the straight guy who works at the salon. Like if you met him at the salon, you'd be like, oh, you're the gay he's guy. The, the gay the one. Yeah. But, you know, 
it's got a really hot wife or girlfriend or whatever. I don't get it. You know, it makes sense though to uh, to be a hairstylist if you're a straight guy because you're going to meet all these chicks. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I, I bet at the same time, it's like such a stereotypically gay profession. Yeah, it seems like an easy way to get friend zoned. Yeah, you know, which, over and over again. Which I imagine probably happens most of the time. But yeah, it's just kind of weird to me that. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I could do it. First of all, I don't think I have the. I don't have the skill. Right. Well, yeah, the vision. I think you, the skill can be learned, but you need you need like creative vision. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm creative in that in the, in that way. But yeah, you would get to uh, play with hot chicks' hair all the time. It's it's kind of weird that wouldn't you rather your wife go get your hair cut by a gay dude though than a straight dude? Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I just think a gay guy would do a better job than a straight guy. Maybe. I don't know. Unless it was my brother. In that case, no. I, I would probably pass <laughs> yeah. on that one. I guess, yeah. It's necessary but not sufficient or sufficient but not necessary. Just because he's gay doesn't mean he's going to be good at styling. So did you get the uh, the trots at the holiday party? Like, were you using... Because you know how, like, those salons usually have one bathroom? And if you no, I just it, thought I, was, I just thought I was really hungover all day. I mean, I would have just left. That would have been the case. <laughs> there wouldn't have been any beating around the bush. But um, I just thought I was really hungover. It was like, and I went to work the following day, and still just all day, just thought like, man, I'm really hungover. Then I got home and ate a burrito. <laughs> it was like, oh, oh. See now that yeah, that could that, that's that just probably compounded it. Right, and then uh, you know, hmm. then I just vomited all night long. Well, I'm glad to have you here. If uh, you do have to shit, maybe give me a hand signal because we are on Skype. Oh, I will. Um, just hand you know, signal. We can just like, carry this, the camera into the bathroom. The yeah, maybe game. just bring the laptop in the bathroom. We'll keep on going. Continuous podcasting. That'd you know, pretty, we're not interrupted by diarrhea. It's fine here. We're professionals. That'd be pretty original. Yeah, you know, we're professionals here. So, what was your holiday party? Was it at? Uh, don't you usually run out a restaurant or something? Yeah, it was actually at Skywalker Ranch. Ooh, fancy! Like for because did you guys see the new Star Wars movie? No, <laughs> no, because <laughs> Skywalker. I mean, Star Wars as a franchise was bought by Disney, so Skywalker Ranch doesn't really have the rights to it anymore. They were showing White Christmas. <laughs> God, that's kind of lame. I guess they, yeah, I guess they don't own it anymore. They sold it. You know how much he sold it for? Four billion dollars. Seems like a good deal <laughs> for him. Yeah, I would. I would have taken that. But they've made so much money off it already. Right. So he must still get like some kind of, I don't, you know, he must get some kind of like a royalty or something. I think he gets some kind of merch deal. As like like the originator, he just doesn't get all the, all the profits. Well, uh, my company actually rented out the El Capitan Theater. And so uh, that that to me is much cooler than going to Skywalker Ranch. Then you guys saw Star Wars, you're saying? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We, we, there. No, we went and saw Star Wars. I mean, I it would was much g- rather do that. Well, because you don't have to fucking talk to anyone. Exactly. You, know, you can just sit there and you can watch a movie, even though it was at 9.30 a.m. <laughs> yeah, 9.30 a.m. Popcorn. And we had to go, uh, go see it. But you know, it was a good movie. Um, I don't understand the hype, why people are freaking out about it. We were talking about this last you week on the show. You don't understand the hype of the new Star no, Wars movie? What I don't understand is people our age, it's like, yeah, the movie's great. I liked it. It was a great movie as a kid. Prequels, not so great. Um, sure, I'd go see this new one. It'd probably be a lark. But well, then, people uh, don't want to give up their childhood. They want to like retain it forever. It's fucking Arrested Development. That's the problem with these people. Yeah. It's like, come on. Stop collecting these fucking toys. You're an adult. <laughs> you know, let your kid play with a toy. 
Keep in a fucking uh, box. So I, you guys had the whole theater because I I want to go when there's like children in the theater because I want to see some like adult get mad that a child is making noise. Shut up and pay attention, goddammit. Stop talking about Yoda. I'm watching this children's film. I'm very serious. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's I don't know if that would happen. Maybe, but that's what I want to see happen. It would entertain me more than the, just the movie alone. Uh, the movie's good though. I uh, I enjoyed it's it. Good. No spoilers. You know, it's a, it's a, they invigorated the franchise. I think you should go check it out. That's, I'm not giving any spoilers away. You know, Jar Jar Binks was amazing as a Jedi. Oh, sorry about that. I didn't mean to say that. No. <laughs> um, it was good though. And uh, yeah, I was, I was actually quite impressed because I'm like, holiday party where you have to sit there and have a, you know, forced conversation with your coworkers you hardly know and they're, and they're like significant others versus just sit in a movie for two hours and then leave. I had to go back to work. Um, you had to go back to work after that. Yeah, sucks. but it was like noon. Yeah, you know, we had to. You know, we we had to do stuff. It, it was definitely a half day, and then they gave us like a Star Wars theme meal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was all right, you know. So Wackerly, it's uh, Christmas wait, 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 time. Sorry, I wasn't really paying attention. A Star Wars themed meal. Star Wars themed meal. Yeah, that's what uh, was that? going on. You know, I missed it because I skipped it. I uh, I was with a uh, a date. And so the date and I actually went and ate lunch over by the, the theater. So I lied and said I was uh, running late to get back to work. I was stuck in traffic. But so I missed the Star Wars theme meal. But apparently they had like, I think it was hot dogs and potato salad. But they named it all after <laughs> after some with Star Wars at all. Well, no, they had like it was like Jawa potato salad and Yoda's hot dogs or lightsaber hot dogs or something like that. I forget what it was. It was, was very Yoda's hot dog green. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. You know. I don't know because I once again I missed the uh, Star Wars. I really think you should have gone to the Star Wars meal just for the purposes of the podcast. You know, I, I probably should have just Great to report on it. Well, also people, uh, you know, are so interested in my life, <laughs> the goings on in my life. No, no, it's they a, aren't. But they would be interested in the Star Wars themed meal. Is what I'm saying. It is good <laughs> material. Yeah. Instead, I I skipped the meal because I'm. Uh, I'm too cool for Star Wars theme meal. No, I would have done it, but instead, uh, I just did that. So, so I didn't have to go to the office till later. So I even had longer than a half day. Hmm. So wait, did they have Star Wars themed food at Skywalker Ranch? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Was George Lucas there at least? Nope. What about his fat daughter? I don't know that his daughter is fat, but she wasn't there. You no, know, she is. She's like. Uh, I guess in one of the movies she played, do you know, remember those things? Like the, no, those, the, <laughs> she played Porkins in, uh, I think attack of the clones. I don't know hmm. if you saw that one. Yeah. She was great. <laughs> she had a fake beard on, No, she played one of those things, those Twilo things. Remember those things that like, oh, yeah, with the two, two, like, uh, well, I don't know what you call them. Tentacles off the top of their head. Yeah. And they danced around for Jabba. Yep. Um, uh, but uh, a space horse, <laughs> basically a space, a space slut. And so she played one of those in one of the movies. And, uh, you know, uh, I was talking to my ex-girlfriend the other day and she was saying, yeah, we were watching those movies again. We watched the sequels again. And my friend was like, wow, I didn't know there was a fat Twyla, you know, space slut. And so then they looked through the credits and it turned out it was George Lucas's daughter. She <laughs> insisted on playing one of those. <laughs> didn't look that good. 
<laughs> anyway, we, we digress here because this isn't the Star Wars show spectacular, Wackerly. This is the holiday show spectacular. So we got to get to uh, some Christmas talk here. Well, Star and, Wars and is a big years. aspect of 2015 holiday. And 2016, 2017, 2018, and actually up to 2024. Oh, really? Yeah. Couldn't do that many sequels, huh? <laughs> You're going to be an old man having to go see Star Wars movies with your children. Okay. It's going to be rough. Um, so uh, what's, what's going on here for the holiday show? You finish your or Christmas and everything. Did you finish your, your shopping for Christmas? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, Are you getting gifts this year or did you uh, put the kibosh on it? I did. Uh, I clicked my mouse three times on Amazon. Whoa, 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 whoa. So you are getting gifts. Uh, for my uh, parents and brother and his wife and then their kid. Yeah. But not for your own wife. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Still a couple days. Is she getting you a gift? No. Wow. Okay. Well, the thing uh, is there, we have stockings, so I might have to put something in there. Hmm. Stockings. I always found that kind of interesting. Do you have stockings like hanging over the fireplace? Yes, we do. So what do you just put candy in there or do you have to get like uh, cigarettes, you know? booze, wine? God, those must be large Can't... stockings. Well, fit really. some stuff in there. I mean, you could fit a bottle of booze in one of your socks, right? Stretch it out. I probably could. I imagine. Yeah. So what, what are you doing here for then uh, for uh, Christmas? Are you going to the Weiss family? Are you going back to your family? No, my, my parents told us they don't really want to have anything to do with us. <laughs> we're we're going to try and go out there for Thanksgiving and it didn't work out. And then I asked my parents, I was like, well, you guys want us to come out? You know, anytime, not during the holidays, but I was saying like, you know, like right after the holidays. And they're like, yeah, we have a lot of stuff going on, maybe in March or April. I was like, so, oh, okay. Well, you should have been like, sweet. I don't have to get you a gift now. Being great. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you're thinking the gift is much more amazing than it is. <laughs> what did you get? It was like him? a nut basket or something. Oh, a basket. Okay. A basket of nuts. It's a good gift. It keeps yes. on giving. <laughs> That's true. We, you know, I didn't have to do anything. I didn't, I didn't buy a single person a gift this year. What about Shanika? No, nothing. We don't do that. Mm. I had to buy my brother a birthday gift. His birthday well, he's yesterday. like the baby Jesus. We, he's very similar to the baby Jesus. He's hairy, gay. Rotund. Into fisting. Rotund. <laughs> Likes to play uh, Fallout 4. Baby right. Jesus loves that game. I finally finished that game. I really liked it in the middle, but by the end, I was like, oh my God, just please end. I read some Russian guy suing the company for ruining his life because he was so obsessed with it. That's a clickbait article. I don't, I don't get it. it it's, is not like any, it's not like a judge is ever going to award him damages. And who also cares? It's, and who cares anyway because you're in fucking Russia or Siberia or whatever. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, did you see what he's suing for? Because his life was ruined. Seven grand. Seven thousand dollars. Seven thousand dollars. My whole life is ruined. But if you give me seven thousand dollars, it'll make up for it. Ruined his marriage. It ruined his job. He lost his job and his marriage. But seven thousand dollars will make everything all right. His dog ran away. I mean, if it's yeah, it it was pretty bad. Wow. So this is kind of a uh, watershed moment or watershed year for you because with the you've never you haven't given gifts in years, hasn't it been? No, I think I have. Um, Just not to the people. Like, you know, the parents, you got to give gifts to the parents because then they think you forgot about them. (laughs) They feel bad. (laughs) I I just don't give gifts to people that like, 
I'm not into giving gifts to people that I'm like going to spend the holidays with, you know. I just don't like giving gifts. And then, and then with my brother, because he's got like, uh, like an eight-year-old stepson, like you got to kids actually appreciate the gifts. So I'll do that too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's what Christmas is all about when you're a kid is getting fucking toys. Well, yeah, yeah. Kid, and I, I don't mean, get him any like educational shit either. Like straight up, straight up war toy. Let's go buy him Star Wars shit. That's what I every actually kid's did. I, get I bought him year. a Star Wars Tie Fighter. Yeah, well, that, so that's a good gift. I want it. Yeah, yeah that's a good. I wonder gift. if I could just get it returned to me. <laughs> Sorry, so are kid. you are you spending Change Christmas at the Weiss family? Oh, I might go down there for a day, but what are you doing for the eve? I had a blowout in my car today too, so. I'm going to have to get that tire fixed or, you know, might not be making it to the wife's families. Ooh, that might ruin Christmas. Well, or make it <laughs> give me plausible <laughs> deniability. No, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do yet for Christmas. I uh, I read that they're, they, they have this thing in New York and L.A. It's called the matzo ball. It's like a big mixer for Jewish singles. Sounds terrible. <laughs> Is that some club? Like literally like uh, three blocks away from here. Can you imagine who would go to that? I, I, yeah, I imagine it would be something that would be hosted by, like, that fat Jew. Like, in, in New York, I'm sure he hosts it. Really? Yeah. Because I like, think even, like, nerdier, like, eh. No, I mean, no th- this is definitely a big thing. Because I, oh. I was looking at, it was in, like, the LA Weekly, and they're talking about it. It costs, like, 30 bucks to get in. It, the club is a popular club. How many club. Jews are going to go if it costs 30 bucks to get in? You know, that's what I was <laughs> thinking. I was like, as if I would do that. 30 bucks. <laughs> What's included in $30? That's it. You just your your entrance fee. I mean, is there food there? Or? No, you you go. Well, what do you think they're going to be like? Here's a potato locker for Hanukkah. No, you go in yeah. there. <laughs> you go right in. There. <laughs> Jesus, no, you go in and you uh, probably talk to a lot of annoying, entitled Jewish American princesses, have to buy fucking twenty dollar drinks. Oh, you're paying. Yeah, th- th- there's That's nothing free. Well it's thirty designed. bucks. Huh. Yeah, for that's the, just for, the door charge. And they, what's funny about it, too, is they make it really sound kitschy. It's bigger and better than ever. The matzo ball, the nation's leading Jewish singles event, kicks off its 29th year with an unforgettable juicy adventure. Spelled J-E-W-C-Y. Uh. Yeah. I, you know, it's the ultimate party experience. I think I'm going to skip it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to just go to a bar. Where is it? Uh, it's a place called The Room here. And there, there's also one in New York, and I think they do one in Miami, too. It's like every every town that has a lot of Jews. And then Jewish uh, celebrities will be there? But, well, I'm sure, yeah, they, they, the ones that they pay. Like, who's going to get it? Steven Spielberg? Or? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think Spielberg's hosting it. But I'm not they, hosting, but maybe he'll make an appearance. You know, he doesn't have anything to do on Christmas either, maybe. Yeah, I wonder what that guy has to do. I don't know. Uh, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? Uh, basically nothing. Just go to a bar, a bunch of bars. You just go hit bars. You don't have to. But do you have to go out? Like, what if you're like, what if you tell the wife, like, you know what? I'm just staying in, watching Charles Bronson movies. If I still had diarrhea, <laughs> you're keep it keep it going throughout the holiday season. Diarrhea is the. That's why it's a Christmas miracle. It's the excuse. It's the you know. Covers all eventualities. Well, you can't argue against it. You can't be like, yeah. prove me wrong. Okay. Because that would <laughs> suck. You know, you're like, night is Show ruined. You the <laughs> or just like shit your pants and just be like, see, you brought this on yourself, woman. Right. Now I got to go take a shower. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I, I enjoy going to bars. These aren't bars where there's like a cover, or like a New Year's Eve cover charge and like a foam party. People still do those foam parties? I don't even know. I don't it's even just, know what a foam party is. This is regular, regular bars in my town. Is this something you made up, the foam party? I've never been to one, but I've heard that's a thing. You know what I'm talking it's, it's about? A, like, it's like a frat thing where they put like, they make like like suds, like bubbles. I think it's like a club type thing, you know, where like everybody is dancing and then, oh, here comes the foam. I think the whole purpose is that then you can like grope women on the dance floor because everything's obscured by foam and they can't see who's like digitizing them. Well, what kind of foam? I mean, is this like a toxic substance? Is there's covers No, it people? seems soapy. Like I think your clothes would be all fucked up afterwards, but I think the fact that you got to like stick your finger in a girl's asshole makes up for it or something. And I guess the girls like it because they get a finger stuck in their asshole. And all girls love that. That's for sure. The ones that's that go to sure. those clubs do, not all of them. I wonder if that's going to happen types. at the at the matzo ball. If they're going to like say that's foams that's are what I'm down. saying. <laughs> Maybe I should check. I wonder, they should just drop matzo balls. Matzo ball on the dance floor. Like hail. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do for New Year's Eve. It's, it's just one of the first New Year's Eves where it's like I don't have a girlfriend. I don't really have any obligations. I'm kind of just like, maybe I just won't leave my house. Well, uh, not having a girlfriend like that is New Year's Eve is one of those nights where you, you're more likely to hook up because you find those single girls and they, the last thing they want to do is uh, not have somebody to, to kiss at, at midnight, which is super annoying, I think. But but that means I'd have to go to one of those parties with like uh, an entry. No, I think if like you even just went to a regular bar, but then yeah, the, the class of <laughs> I guess you want to go to a bar that has the caliber sort of caliber of women that you're interested in. I should just go to Jumbo's. New Year's at Jumbo's. It's right up the street. Mm-hmm. My biggest time. Would be a terrible idea. Yeah, I think I might actually do that. I don't know. Um, well, Wackerly, this is the, uh, the the holiday show here, part two of it. Uh, we we have a uh, fistful of steel coming up. You heard about that new segment? I believe I've heard of it. Yeah, You're, yeah. It's a uh, steel. Um, does some rants. We talk about the rants. Okay. Um, I'm down for call- that. Yeah, we're calling him in a second here. Uh, yeah, he's ranting about it. He has a Christmas rant and New Year's rant. Steel doesn't like New Year's Eve, which I'm surprised. I really thought he'd be into it. <laughs> that seems like a holiday he'd be into. I'm surprised. <laughs> uh, before we get to that, real quick, I want to I read something that uh, surprised me here. Do you hear about this British teeth study? <laughs> no. I'm calling bullshit on this. Definitely. This is clickbait, but it's also uh, spurious. I, I, I question... I question this evidence that, that they produced here, this, the, the research, because look who's, who, where this article is published, in the British Medical Journal. Uh-huh. So I think there's bias I guess going I need to here. know what the results are before I express an opinion. All right. Um, they say that uh, the century-old American stereotype that the English have terrible teeth has been disproved in a new study published in the British, British Medical Journal. Hmm. Yeah, and they found that their oral, British oral health is in some cases actually better than the U.S. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, does oral health mean oral beauty? <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering about. It's like, I'm, I'm talking about, okay, yeah, yeah, missing teeth, cavities, that kind of thing. But I'm talking about like straight teeth. The British well, don't have straight teeth. Well, I was just you know there. What it reminds me of is, is when people say that like, oh, a dog's mouth is healthier, is cleaner than your mouth. But it's like, yeah, but I just saw my dog eat a huge pile of goose shit. 
<laughs> so that seems just like, I mean, I guess I could believe you because you're a scientist, but I just don't believe you because I know that there's goose shit in my dog's mouth and my mouth doesn't have goose shit in it. They say here the average number of missing teeth is higher in the United States. It's 7.31. So 0.31 <laughs> of, a, of a missing tooth here. Okay, um, but is that, okay, once again, does that mean missing teeth that were replaced with, you know, dental work or... No, just, just teeth like gap. missing. Gaps. Oh. And while in the UK, the average number is 6.97. Hmm. What so, was the US? Um, what? What was the US? 7.31. So okay. it's the it's average, not significantly higher, but it's higher. It no, says, no, no. But think about this: the average person you see has over seven missing teeth. In in it's, that's the average in the U.S. My brother is one. Be, do you believe that from just looking at people walking around? Well, we don't live in the Appalachians. Oh, <laughs> you don't live in uh, in you know in the Salton Sea area of California. No, but those people places don't have that many people. I, I will grant you that the people that are there probably have more missing teeth. But if you live in a very densely populated area, you'd think you'd see. I mean, when you see somebody with a missing tooth, it's like an event. You're like, wow, did you see that guy's fucked up teeth? Jeffrey has a missing tooth. In the front or the back? It's or? in the back. They asked uh-huh. him, like, uh, do you want to get it replaced? He's like, nah, just pull it. So I have all my wisdom teeth removed. Does that count as four missing teeth? Hmm, that's a good question. I'm not sure. But I mean, that's like, but the fact of the matter is you had to get those done for your own health, your own oral health. Right. But that's what I'm asking. So is this, you know, how are these statistics put together? I think these teeth were, uh, so, okay. Thousands of adults on both sides of the pond were examined by national dental teams, looking at factors such as pain, difficulty eating, difficulty eating. I'm imagining they're like, um, like wild kingdom. Like you're just <laughs> shooting uh, tranquilizer darts at people like in the financial district and then going up and like looking in their mouth. And just staring. <laughs> and avoidance of smiling. Um, researchers also took into account education and income, finding that socioeconomic inequalities in dental health were higher in the U.S. Because, you know, the, uh, the British dentistry is provided by the national, the NHS, National Health Service. Right. Which we have to pay for it. That's why my brother got his, got his tooth uh, pulled out because... They're like, well, we could fix this, but it's going to cost you ten thousand dollars. For but a we tooth, yeah, or we could pull it for for five, <laughs> you know, five hundred bucks. And so Jeff's like, all right, you know what, just pull it. So now he's got a big gap back there. Mm. Um, they say he, he eats mostly soft foods, so a lot of meat. He doesn't eat any uh, vegetables, you know. Right. And I don't know what else he eats. Pizza. I don't even I mean, want to think about it. Pizza is a soft food. Cheeseburgers are soft foods. Yeah. You can basically just mash them up with your tongue. Santorum, you don't even need to chew. That's not a food. That's a, <laughs> a hobby. That's a hobby. <laughs> anyway, the long-running joke in the U.S. is that the British have much worse teeth than the Americans. It dates back over 100 years. And it's still going. Like the Simpsons, you know, we're making fun of it. Really? Um, 100 years ago? Because I, th- I thought it all had to do with the National Health Service, which did that exist 100 years ago? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe... Yeah, well, I think, was the NHS around back then? I wonder where this joke know. started. Is it yeah. just like, you know, was it... A hundred years ago, you're talking about like 1915. I guess my point is I can't imagine people a hundred years ago had very great teeth in the United States. Or any, yeah, anywhere. Like I mean, 1915? 
Yeah, I'm not even quite sure. But you know, it's like the the teeth are just one thing to make fun of the British for. I mean, there's there's many other things. Um, but I I kind of call bullshit on this story, on this article. I don't believe it. Well, like any study, you have to dig into the details. But you you just walk around though. Walk around London. Count how many just ghastly teeth you see. Like, but I mean, seriously, the British smiles are like, that could be a horror movie. Just a bunch of British people smiling. But people don't smile in the UK and Europe as much. Like in America, it's expected to smile more. Yeah, in the UK they don't. But I mean, yeah. But look, but who knows? I don't know. Look at the living conditions. Um. Anyway, just want to let you know because a lot of uh, English fans were sharing that story, saying like, uh, "Tell Wackerly to shove this up his ass." His theories. I was just like, okay. Okay, but haven't there also been studies that, because they're always making fun of Americans for being fat. Isn't the UK like just as fat on average as the as America now? I would definitely say no. I, I was just in the UK. We we have way more fat people. Um, Well, at least in London. I mean, I was in, in London. Uh, there definitely aren't as many fat people as the UK. Maybe, maybe American tourists in London. I mean, that's um, like saying in L.A. there aren't as many fat people as, you know, all the rest of the United States either. I just think in general, uh, you know, the Americans, there's, there's probably larger Americans. However, it's not like they eat that healthy over there, though. Anyway, moving on. That's not even a Christmas story. I just wanted to bring it up as just uh, to, to air some beef. Uh, we got to do Fistful of Steel coming up next. Got called John Steele. Uh, before we get to that, here's a holiday message from Adam and Eve. You've been nice all year, but now you're feeling just a little naughty. Well, Adam and Eve knows exactly how to help you with that. Through New Year's, when you order that special naughty gift, you'll get 50% off almost any one item. But that's not all. You'll also get a naughty and nice kit, free with your purchase. Your kit will come with a special item for him, an adult toy for her, and something you'll enjoy unwrapping together, plus free shipping on your entire order. Adam and Eve has gift items that are perfect for him or her. Try an adventurous adult toy, a spicy movie, or even a new slippery sensation. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special holiday offer. Get 50% off one item, a free Naughty and Nice kit, and free shipping when you enter offer code DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E. That's DIDDLE at adamandeve.com. Steel. Yeah. Hey, you're yeah. there. How's it going? Good. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for uh, calling me, sweetheart. Um, you're you're, you're on with uh, you're on with Dean Lance here uh, on the holiday show part two. Oh, good. I, I, I'm not good enough to make part one, so you're squeezing <laughs> me back on part two. You know, I had to split it. I had to split it so we could take off a week. Harrison's like on the East Coast or something. So I figured I would just kind of split it into a two-parter. So the first part I did with him. And then the second part, uh, you and Wackerly. Oh, I'm used to playing second fiddle, so don't worry about it. I'll play, I'll, you know, oh, I'll play uh, second fiddle. I have no I'm, problem. I'm, I'm second fiddle now. You're third fiddle. <laughs> well, then fuck you. Who's that? <laughs> Is that that Galface Lance? Is he back? Yes, I'm. I'm in the second fiddle position. Yeah. Oh motherfucker! So I'm already. I'm already dropped a third, and I've just been on the show for thirty seconds. 
Yeah, Steel. pretty much. Yeah, you're you're the third string. You're third string. All right. All right. Fuck you, guys. What's up? I, I remember back when we used to play football, like the people that weren't even, like they're like the third string were called the go team. Like we need you when we need to go. That seems Yeah, well, that that's, what's, that's what coaches do to try to, you know, <laughs> they don't want to hurt the kids' feelings, so they call them the go team when everybody knows of the scrubs and nobody wants to see them on the field. Yeah, like all the kids with like uh, learning difficulties, they were all in the go team, you know, because they couldn't run very fast. Didn't understand yeah, well, the, uh, the game. Yeah, well, that's that's the nice, warm, and fuzzy way of saying retard. Yeah, basically, the retarded people are on the go team. So, Seal, you're uh, your go team this 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 show. Well, thanks. <laughs> that makes me feel fantastic. Well, anyway, uh, it help boost my already low self esteem. Well, thanks for being on the holiday show. This is like the third, I think, annual show that we've uh, that this crew has been doing the, uh, the, the the Christmas show. I think. I think you're right. Yeah, well, I'm not keeping count, but you're probably, I'll, I'll take you up, I'll, I'll bet you're probably right on that. I know I've been on several of them. And I think... We have a lot of new stuff to talk about this year, I tell you what. Yeah, I was about to say, I think every year I ask you the same questions, but I forget what I asked you last year, so I'll just ask you again. Um, well, I forget how I answered, so... <laughs> It's, it's it's basically it's new. So, Steel, what, what are your Christmas plans here this year? Uh, did you get your family some gifts? Yeah, it's all, you know, it's fucking, I'm 40-some years old. My parents are 70 or whatever. My brother's 50. I mean, it's, I mean, I have a niece and a nephew that I'll fucking get something if they got something specific. But no, the holidays just turns into, at this point in life, just trading gift cards. It's just like, (laughs) you get around, you get gift cards, you throw them in. You don't even wrap shit anymore. You just throw them, like, in a garbage bag or a plastic bag for Kroger's, and you hand them the fucking shit. (laughs) So it's, it's just such a it's such a frivolous activity. It's a, but you spend three hours doing it. You know, there's food and there's conversation and drinks. Like you, you can't just like hand the fucking bag to them. Hey, here's your gift card. Give me my gift card and let's get the fuck out of here. No, you gotta fucking waste the whole day. Do do you hang up stockings in the dorm room? No, I hang up misery in the dorm room. The only thing, you're not going to come over to the dorm room and see a Christmas tree and smell the Christmas cookies baking. The only thing you're going to smell over there is failure. Does your, do your socks actually open up anymore, or are they just stuck shut? Yeah, I was about to say, I, I wouldn't touch one of Steele's tube socks. <laughs> it's like well, a Santa trap. Your... He puts his hand in and he's caught. <laughs> Santa finger cuffs. <laughs> Something like I'm that. I'm assuming you two are trying to insinuate that I might masturbate on occasion. Is that what you're trying to get at? <laughs> a little bit. Okay, on occasion. So what'd you get for Martin then? Uh, Martin, I mean, we once in a while get each other like a fucking joke gift. I, a couple of years, I haven't gotten him anything yet. I was going to get him the new, the last uh, Artie Lang uh, Crash and Burn book, or see the, the kind of follow-up to the original Too Fat to Fish book, because neither one of us has, have read that new book yet. But I couldn't find it when I was at Barnes, was popped in Barnes & Noble the other day, and they fucking don't have shit anymore. I mean, it, it came out a year or two ago, so they, it's not even on their shelves. you got to get it online. I didn't even know that Martin reads. Well, if you get him, well, I was hoping to find a book on tape, because I think <laughs> that's the way he would, you know, probably have to go. Uh, or I'd just get, I'd like to just get him one in Braille just cause he doesn't know how to read Braille either. So it would just be a pain in the ass. So it would just waste and sit away on his shelf. But I haven't gotten him any, I mean, fuck, I haven't always seen Martin. I don't think I've seen him around Christmas time in the last two or three years. So 
But the last time I saw him on Christmas time, he got me a vinyl record uh, LP, like a 33 of Shaft in Africa, the, first, the third Shaft installment. But it's, it's a collectible. A yeah, oh, absolutely. It's hanging in the dorm room. It's on the wall with all the other black people, like the Richard Pryor, that nigger's crazy album cover. And, you know, because I've probably told you before, I keep the blacks and the whites. I, I'm, I, the dorm room's very segregated. It's like pre Brown versus Board of Education. <laughs> it's good to know. <laughs> yeah. So, why, why don't you get him one of the, uh, the the top holiday gift for 2015? Uh, one of those hoverboards, rap scooter. I don't even know. This is how out of the loop I am with the millennial 2015 popular Christmas gifts. I don't even know what the fuck that is. You haven't seen those things? It's like uh, the the black guys like to cruise around on them. It, it's what would you say, Wackily? It's like a horizontal skateboard with yeah, two it's like wheels. A, it's like a, it's like a Segway without the handle. I guess I would say, and they you balance on it, and you you sort of and you just lean forward, and the thing scoots you around. You see them all over the place in California. Well, you haven't heard of this? Are you talking about? Yeah, are you talking about the? It's like two wheels, and you stand up. Yes, exactly. Rap yeah, skater. yeah. Okay. I didn't know they were called hoverboards. Yeah, I, I've seen those. Like, Many yeah, days. but I, those are like big in factories and shit, right? Where like a foreman will have one and he'll ride over <laughs> to the other part of the plant. I don't know about that. I, I don't think most of the people that ride those have jobs. I would say, oh, just on average. But I mean, I've never, because I, I honestly, I've never seen like any anybody on them like outside at the like around here i've never seen anybody riding one except like i said i i thought they had a similar type vehicle maybe i'm i'm wrong but i thought like some of the factories bought a whole bunch of them and they they used them to zip around the plant from from section to section and yell at different employees in different parts of the different departments but no i i don't see that shit around here yeah i imagine it probably hasn't hit bay city yet martin to be the well, first one uh, owner I was reading that they're making a lot of porn with these rap scooters. Have you seen that, Wackerly? No, I don't even understand how that would be possible. Yeah, I, I was watching a video, and it, it showed a woman squatting on one of those hoverboards, floating in slow motion towards a, towards a penis that was just gliding into her mouth. You haven't seen any of this? It's, it's very popular in the rap community. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, like, I'll be Googling it later, though. Yeah, check out the hoverboard porn. It's it's the top gift this year. Like they make them from uh, what was that one? The Funky Duck. That's that's the popular one. So how much are these fucking things? Because I always oh, thought like they were $600. like six hundred dollars. Okay. Is is that above? Is that above the the, the, the amount that you typically spend on Martin? Uh, yeah, it's above the typical amount I spend on Martin by about five hundred ninety-four dollars. <laughs> If I can't get what I'm getting, Martin, like in the fucking, like that, that C9 TV aisle at Rite Aid, if I can't find something like a, either that expensive or something equivalent somewhere else, I mean, there's any shit out of luck. <laughs> so do you usually spend Christmas Eve at Martin's house, or do you, uh, where, where do you go for that? The, the no, deja vu? actually, uh, no, Duggies? usually I go to my brother's. What's that? Dougie's? <laughs> Fuck. No, I don't. Uh, I haven't seen Dougie in probably three years, and I can guarantee you what I'm, I'm not. I've had Dougie we, when we filmed fakes. Dougie was in the dorm room a couple times, but he's too like he doesn't remember how to get there. Like obviously, for obvious reasons, he doesn't know like how to get from point A to point E at point B. So I, I'm certainly not going to have him back out there because I'm afraid one of these times is maybe going to click in on how to get there, and he's going to be at my room every 
uh, fucking day. But no, Martin, uh, <laughs> I go to my brother's on Christmas. However, tomorrow, Martin is celebrating Festivus. If you guys ever watched Seinfeld, Festivus was actually took place on the 23rd of December, and Martin got a pole. He put it in the front yard with no tinsel because Frank Costanza finds it very distracting. So he hmm. invited me over tomorrow to celebrate Festivus, which is basically an airing of grievances and feats of strength. Yeah, don't you wrestle each other or something? Well, there'll be no wrestling amongst us uh, because we're old and uh, I don't want to be that close in proximity to him. I don't like to touch him because <laughs> I don't know where he's been. That breath. Well, I do. I, well, yeah, he's the breath. And, I, you know, I used yeah. to see him eat fat chicks out in the backseat of my Jeep. You know, I don't want to be near him. Uh, so we don't usually follow through with the feats of strength, but we will have the airing of grievances. I can assure you of that. And I imagine there must be many of those. Well, there's a lot of grievances I have with him and pretty much everybody. Uh, the grievances take hours. Who this. else is participating? Is uh, Mooner going to be there? Uh, I don't know who, who else he's invited and who else, can, you know, who, uh, all the other people that can make it. Because the one thing, you know, some people are still working. Till, they don't get off to like the 24th, um, you know, for Christmas Eve. So some people are still working because the, the festival is going to be taking place in the mid-afternoon. It just so happens that I'm going to be free uh, I'll be working in the morning, but I should be free by then. So I'll be over there, and I'll, like, you know, I, his kids, it will be his, his daughter, and some of the relatives and stuff will be there, and I'll air grievances with who's ever there. Because regardless of who's there, I'll find something about him that I can have a grievance about. Oh, well, so it's not just uh, just relegated to your friends. It's like you can do Martin's wife, Martin's daughter, like they. Oh, just... absolutely! Anybody who's in attendance or anybody that's present is fair game. And believe me, don't have air, don't air grievances my direction because God only knows that I'm a disappointment to most people well th this sounds like a uh, a fine christmas season activity here yeah if i didn't think periscope was so faggy uh we might periscope it but it's you know fucking periscope is awful well if you're gonna do that let me know because i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind uh, posting a link to it on my facebook page well, if nothing else, maybe we won't periscope it. Maybe we'll film it and we'll put it on. We might put it up on YouTube or something. If so, we'll we'll let you know. And maybe next year, because I don't know if you have enough time here, but I wouldn't mind a, a YouTube video of you and Dougie, like Christmas with Dougie, you could call it. <laughs> caroling, <laughs> okay, just caroling. That would be great. Yeah, I would singing love little drummer going around town, singing little drummer boy at people's doorsteps. Yeah, uh, like at I, 3 a.m., knocking on their door. <laughs> bam, bam. <laughs> Dougie dressed as a Christmas elf. I think that'd be nice. So, uh, Seal, what, what what holiday is it? Is it Christmas or is it New Year's when you watch Bronson movies? That's New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, I'm so anti-celebrating. Like, I, I hate the, all the celebratory bullshit around New Year's Eve. I haven't celebrated New Year's Eve with people, other than me and Charles Bronson, of course. But I haven't celebrated with, like, real people outside the dorm room in probably a decade. <laughs> so what are you doing this year? I'm firing up the Bronson movies. <laughs> wow, that's, I mean, that's, that's a good New Year's Eve tradition. I like that oh, one. He pounds people. I mean, it's just, it's just bullets and foreheads. And there's a great one in uh, Evil That Men Do, one of my favorite of the Bronson movies, where he's in Guatemala and he's talking to some stick across the table, some big stick that wants to, is hitting on his woman. Well, Bronson reaches under the table, grabs the guy's dick, and gives, the, gives him a dick twister for about 10 minutes with his <laughs> other foot on his throat. It's a great scene, one of my favorite scenes in all of cinema. Is that a Bronson hand job? 
Well, it would be called, yeah, or it would be what Randy Marsh would refer to as an old-fashioned, yeah. <laughs> There's that a sounds, great uh, documentary on Netflix right now called, uh, I think it's called Electric Bugaloo, but it's about Canon Films. And oh, yeah, made, my... Yeah, they made yep, all, not all the, not all the Death Wishes, but like the all the sequels. <laughs> yep. yep. And they had Charles Bronson and... Charles, aka Chuck Norris, both under contract for at the same time for like five years or something like that, which is pretty Who, amazing. Steel, who's more of a badass, uh, Bronson or Norris? Well, I'm going Bronson every time. I, I love Bronson because in, he was had such international stardom in the '70s. He was like the biggest world world renowned actor around the world in the '70s, and then in the '80s he kind of went to kind of those B movies that were made from canon. But yeah. he was called, I believe, it was in Italy or Spain or something. They, I don't know how to pronounce it because it's in their foreign language. But basically, what it amounts to is he was referred to as the ugly man because he's <laughs> he's one of the ugliest at leading action heroes of all time, and he's fantastic. What about Danny Trejo? I guess he's not a leading actor, but he's not very good looking. He's not good looking. I will uh, will certainly second you on that. But yeah, he's probably more of a supplemental kind of a character actor, more or less, uh, for most of the time I see him. But yeah, I mean, Bronson was, you know... He surpassed like Eastwood and stuff in the seventies worldwide, but uh, then once the eighties rolled around, you know, fucking Clint goes on directing and winning Oscars and Academy Awards, and fucking Bronson is relegated to Death Wish Five on the Canon Group uh, Golden yeah. Globus production. Straight in the, the video. In the movie, you can tell that he is not very happy working for Canon. <laughs> <laughs> well, Canon, you know, it's funny you bring that up because my brother, I don't know if you know Todd Walraven, but he's a good buddy of mine. And we, we love that. We love the whole Canon catalog. And we always joke about Canon. And the two the two Jews that own Canon, Golan and Globus, were the ones yeah, that were in real Israeli them. Jews, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they, were, they were true Jew Jew, like Jewy Jew, Hebe Jew. And uh, they owned it. They produced all this shit. And he, I think one of them had a great quote at one point where he says, well, I could make a $30 million blockbuster, but why do that when I can make $31 million fucking movie? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, was Bronson foreign? No, he where was, was American. He and, but he was, you know, he, it's just like, in the six, you know, even Eastwood got his kind of the spaghetti westerns in the sixties yeah, were made over in Italy with an Italian director, and and Bronson kind of had a lot. He he started a lot of foreign-made films that were made, you know, in the English language, but they were shot by international directors and stuff, and that's kind of how he got kind of the worldwide fame. Hmm. Well, Steele, uh, it sounds like your New Year's Eve tradition uh, will be will be action packed. Yeah, I'm already sent me a wreck just talking about it. You know, <laughs> only a week and a half away, and I already have a boner. Do you watch it? Do you watch like uh, successive Bronson movies till you just pass out and drink till you pass out? I uh, there's usually drinking involved. Yeah, I, I usually pass out or or get tired and just kind of zonk by the time. You know, I'll start it, you know, kind of pretty much when it gets dark out, which around here is about 4 o'clock, 4.30, 5 o'clock this time of year. So I'll just start throwing the Bronson movies in then. They're about an hour and a half, two hours apiece. So I'd probably get, I'd probably get four, maybe four and a half of them in before I'm fucking out. And I drink, you know, I'll, I'll be drinking bourbon or this this year maybe some Cuddy Sark scotch or, you know, it's all shit fucking booze. So, yeah, <laughs> bought on a very empty stomach. And so, yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll probably be, uh, you know, La La Land by midnight. Pretty drunk. Well, a hell of a way to ring in the new year. Better than what I'm going to do. 
So are you, yeah, gl- you are you glad this year is done? Like, are you over this year, or do you not give a shit? I, I'm glad every year is done. I, I I don't give a shit about like I don't give a shit about the first of the year, the middle of the year, the end of the year. I just don't give a shit anymore. So I'm glad when every year ends, and I'm glad when people are disappointed that the new year is no better than the last year. You know, I'm I'm. I'm happy in other people's disappointment, including my own. Okay, so you, so it's a, yeah, a little bit of schadenfreude here. You're just wallowing the disappointment of others? Yeah, well, I mean, I just, the, the disdain that I have, and, and it's being, you know, for just... Just life itself. In general, yeah, that, that, you know, I love to see everybody, oh, they're blowing their horns, and they got the stupid little party hats on on fucking New Year's Eve, and then the next day they're just back to the grind with their shitty kids and their fucking shitty job. And, like, it, it never changes, but every year, oh, we got new shit planned. We're going to do big things the new year. No, you're not. It's the same fucking thing year after year after year, so go fuck yourself. Exactly. So on that note, I say we uh, play some of these rants that you sent me. Oh. Lovely. You know, Steele, Steele sent me these rants, and then he sent me a follow-up email. It's like, you know what would be a good idea? Is put, like, some music underneath. It's like holiday music. Well, you, very festive. Well, you, but you didn't know how to do it. You're like, I would figure it out, but I'm retarded. <laughs> and so I was yeah, like... Exactly. Yeah, so I, I was like, you know what? I could, I could do this. So I put some holiday music underneath the rants. It, it's yeah, that much that better. Is- um, let me roll the, the, the Fistful of Steel theme music, though. That is absolute bull piss. Absolutely. Uh, my sperm was as potent as it got because I knocked up a broad who had a black baby. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'm inciting violence, and somebody bring me up on charges because that is horse shit. That motherfucker goes into my... This is my realm. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going back to the old school, back in the 50s and the 1940s when they used to use VD for venereal disease. Fuck the STDs, I still have VD. No fucking way. I don't buy it, I don't believe it, and I think it's pure fabric. Alright, here's the first one. The first rant is a Christmas rant. Well, ladies, Christmas is almost here, and do I have a great gift idea for you. (laughs) One where you won't even have to leave the house so you can avoid going to that mall where all those annoying minorities are. Anyway, the best gift any girl can give her father this holiday season is to tell him that her pussy is being made into a fleshlight. Oh, that's right, moms and dads. If your daughters don't grow up and have gelatin molds of their snappers mass-produced for perverts around the world, well then, frankly, you weren't fit to be parents. After all, no dad needs more bottles of English leather or another shitty necktie. So there it is. That was uh, the first Noel or something? The first Noel? Yeah. No. First Noel, I believe. Noel? Yes. Noel Fielding? <laughs> is that how you say that? Noel? Yeah, Noel. And Jews I don't know, don't what know that song. I don't know what it means either. Um, that was actually Steele's suggestion. He's like, why don't you play the first Noel? I was surprised you knew that song. 
I know a lot of that. Like, I couldn't tell you, like, until I hear the song, like, there's so many Christmas songs, and most a lot of them sound the same. Like, First Noel sounds just like, like three or four other Christmas songs. So I don't really, I remember a lot of the titles of the songs, but, like, I couldn't, like, hum them in my head until I actually hear it played. Like, I said First Noel, but I really didn't know what the hell that was until you played it. <laughs> I think it worked out well. I, I had to Google it. I had no idea. Um, what's your worst Christmas song? You're asking me or Lance? <laughs> both of you guys. What's your most hated? Mm. You're both you're both Gentiles, so I imagine you know these. Christmas I mean, the songs fucking me. partridge in the pear tree song is is awful. <sighs> it's it's so bad. I think it doesn't even count, though. Yeah, that's everybody's it goes on most for hated. Fucking ever. It's designed to go on forever. Yeah, then that's a bad song. I don't even really understand. Is that the one like there's, there's twelve days of Christmas? Is that? Yeah, and so every verse you add another like thing, oh, and then yeah. you sing all the way back to the beginning, and it takes like forty-five minutes to get through. That is awful. Have you ever been in a bar this time of year where that's like the karaoke go-to for like yeah. a group of twenty people? Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking it about. It gives me the gay bumps. I don't know. I love. Uh, there's a lot of them. I hate. Like I said, a lot of them sound the same. I do love the, some of the Rat Pack versions. So, like Marshmallow World is one of the gayest songs. <laughs> like just Marshmallow World. It sounds so gay, and the, the lyrics are gay. But when like Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin are singing it, all of a sudden I'm singing it, and I like it. But like if I hear another version of it, I'm like, God, this is really, really gay. I have no idea what Marshmallow World is. <laughs> how do how does it go? It's, it, I, I don't know all the words, but I, I know kind of the, the chorus goes something like, it's a marshmallow world that we live in. You've probably heard it. It's on, actually, it's on a commercial right now, a couple of commercials right now. It doesn't even sound um, like it has anything to do with Christmas. Well, well, I think the marshmallow is supposed to be snow, right? Yeah, Lance knows the analogy. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And they always, it's all, it's a Christmas song. It's on like a lot of Christmas albums. But the thing about Christmas song is you'll have 800 people do different, like, their own, I'm going to spice it up with my own version. And most of their versions suck. You know, you got the classics like the Burl Lives and then some of the Rat Pack guys did some. And Elvis obviously blew Christmas. But I don't really think I've ever sat down and said, John, you know, let's think about what well, is your favorite Christmas song? So this 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 question is completely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of just don't like them all. You know, I, I just think they're all pretty awful, except for Jingle Bell Rock, the Hall and Oates version. Yeah, I, I mean that's I've seen a lot of. I'll tell you what, Jingle Bell Rock at a nudie bar this time of year. A lot, I, I like any time I hear that song, I picture these girls on stripping poles that I've seen dance to that over the year. Yeah, Santa hat, G-string, fucking pasties, some of their pasties, whatever they call them, and they put them over their nipples in a non-nudie bar, just topless. But uh, you, speaking of Christmas, do the Jews have Hanukkah? Are there like Hanukkah, Hanukkah songs other than the Adam Sandler one? Yeah, fucking dreidel song. Have you heard that? <laughs> oh, I'm like, salty. Had a little dreidel I mean, made it out of clay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, I don't, is that a real song or was that just made up for South Park? I don't even know. No, that that's a real, that's a legitimate Hanukkah song. We sing the shit out of that song. That's the only you one you have. Um, I can't ever think of any others. I think I think there's one, God, called Rock of Ages or something, but it's it's been a while. I don't know. Yeah, you, you know, Hanukkah's song. I didn't know that was a Jewish Hanukkah classic. Yeah, wasn't that on Pyromania? Uh, yeah, Hanukkah's such a fake 
uh, holiday. It's not even a real holiday. They just kind of made this holiday up so Jews could get gifts because Christians were getting gifts. What about the eight all nights of the lamp and all that? That didn't happen? It's not in the Torah. It's like in some other obscure book. They're just like, uh, we need something. So they, oh, just, they just made, made up this, it up. they made a big deal, like a big, uh, a big, a big deal out of this, like obscure event mm. that occurred. Really? Yeah. I don't even, sure. I, I think it's all bullshit. We've all been lied to. Yeah. I don't believe so any of it. They just felt they had to compete with the Christians so they, they could compete for, uh, well, I, I think they love their children by giving out gifts. You know, I think there was like you know, they're, they're, everyone, all the Christians are getting Christmas trees, and and Jews, like you know, we're so cheap, they're not going to give out any gifts. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, God damn it! All the Christians are getting gifts here, and you know, there's this big thing. It's just this, you know, now we got to make up a holiday. Uh, what happened around December? Uh, remember the the thing with the lamp and the eight days, eight days of gifts, and you don't even get eight gifts. You get like. Well, I mean, maybe you do, but you get like seven shitty gifts and one decent gift. <laughs> Hanukkah sucks. And then once you move out, like once you move away, you don't even celebrate Hanukkah anymore. Like okay, I, so you don't do Does your, any of your family do any Hanukkah stuff? Like, no, you no. Do any Hanukkah it's like a little so, kid's thing. Like after, I think, I think even when I was 18, we'd even do Hanukkah anymore. Like okay. it was just my dad's just like, Oh, happy Hanukkah and that was it. You know, it's like there's no like, oh really you're gonna send a you know, maybe a gift card or something? It's like, no. You know, it's <laughs> I have no idea. No menorah in the house or anything like that? Nothing. There there's no I mean you wouldn't even know that, that that it was Hanukkah in this house. But like a menorah it can be in the house year round, right? I mean like people you could just set a menorah on the table, right? It's not necessarily just a Hanukkah thing, right? Well, what else are you going to do with it? Basically. No, you light eight candles. It's a, It's not like you just like keep the menorah around. You light candles when it's sexy time. What's the difference between like a menorah and Liberace's like candelabra? <laughs> Liberace's candelabra is covered in semen. <laughs> now, I, you know, the, the, the menorah has eight candles. Like, Liberace's candelabra had, was like, you know, what was that, three? Well, it had I'm a few sure. penises on it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of that penises. Anyway, so steal your Christmas rant. Uh, but do you really think um, a fleshlight is a good gift for a dad? Uh, I think it's a great gift for a dad. I think the better gift for the dad is if you're the daughter of the dad telling him that you just signed a contract where Fleshlight is going to come over to your house and make your pussy into a gelatin mold for everybody else to enjoy themselves around the world with. I think that's a dad's dream is to know that his daughter is gainfully employed by having her pussy uh, made in like a, 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 a pussy like a, a, a pussy made for everybody else to fucking stick their dick in. I mean, in a, in a sense, she's immortalized, you know, in this fleshlight, and people will remember her for generations to come. I'd be flattered. I thought this was going to yeah. go in the direction of uh, that, you know, every vagina is different, like a snowflake. <laughs> you know? Well, that's what they claim. Oh, that's a very good winter reference. Winter, <laughs> you, it's a good segue. Uh, Apropos. Winter, winter, yeah, I know. That, that definitely worked. Now, I imagine every dad would be very proud of their daughter if, like, you know, her, her vagina was molded into this uh, fleshlight that people could buy and enjoy around the world. Hmm. Well, if she does it soon enough, maybe he'll get out of having to pay for college, you know, the rest yeah. of her college. I mean, if she gets a 
flashlight comes and makes her pussy at the time she's 19, she's a sophomore in college, maybe she can make enough money off selling her pussy around the world where she can drop out of college and the old man won't have to pay any more college bills for her. I don't know. I mean, I think there's a win-win in there somewhere. <laughs> have you ever actually used a flashlight? I used a fake, I used like a knockoff flashlight. I've never had like a actual, because flashlight's a brand name. It's, yeah, it's a, a brand. It's like the top brand of the fake pussies. Uh, I used a, I don't even know what the fuck, I don't even know if it had a name. I got it as a, somebody sent it to me as a gag gift that I used to work with. And she was a, a girl I used to work with that did those, uh, they're like, they're like Tupperware parties or Mary Kay parties, but they're like slutty dildo parties for chicks and they sell sex toys and shit. She used to do those like, uh, like on a, like on the weekend, she'd do those in the evening. So she had a catalog of all these fucking things and she sent me a gag gift of it. It was a fake play. It felt fantastic, uh, but it fucking was so cheaply made. It lasted about three or four jerk offs and the thing was falling apart. I, I remember Which, Wack, Wackily got this free one in the mail. It was like this robo vagina that like was a USB connector to the computer and you could like put in videos and the thing like mimicked the porn star's mouth and then Wackily broke it. <laughs> no, it was, it was broken. Oh, and yeah, then I just, had to, th- I just I had to throw it out because it was just too creepy to have around. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to sponsor it was like in the, the show. Back of a, it was in the back of a closet for a little bit, and then I was just like, "What if somebody sees this?" And I had to explain it. <laughs> they so sent you put it, it in to the us. Back of the closet, you had the ball gags and the blindfolds. I mean, literally, it looked like the female robot from Wally, but with a pussy. <laughs> Okay. And you, so it was just it was it was not a good thing to but have. You plugged it into uh, your not a good thing to have when you're single and you potentially could bring like, you know, some a date over and she might find it. Right. I, I imagine most girls wouldn't even know what it was. You could probably be like, It's a Roomba or something, yeah. you know. It sucks up the debris <laughs> in this little va- vagina shaped opening at the end. Well, it sucks up the debris, all right. <laughs> all right, let's let's play the uh the second rant here, which is about New Year's Eve. But no holiday season would be complete without your douchey New Year's resolutions. But I'm here to tell you that nobody gives a shit about your goals in 2016. So please keep all of your so-called New Year's resolutions to yourself. I know some of you pricks are thinking, but Steel, isn't 2016 a fresh start? Don't you have any plans for the upcoming year? I'm here to tell you, no. The only thing you useless fuckfaces can expect from me this year is that I will continue to grossly underachieve and be a culturally insensitive prick. So you needle dicks, go ahead and proudly exclaim all of your goals to the world. Your goals are merely idle threats. After all, we can't wait to hear you announce your new diet plans, your new exercise regimens, and of course, it wouldn't be another one of your douchey New Year's resolutions if you didn't make it perfectly clear to all of us that you were also striving for personal growth. Personal growth? What the fuck is that? I'll tell you what it is. Personal growth is faggy new age pussy shit. It seems to me that you had some personal growth last year, except it wasn't the personal growth you were looking for now, was it? No, apparently the only personal growth you succeeded at must have taken place in your now big fat ass. And that it is probably why you now plan to step up your diet and exercise routines. So you irritating shitheads can go hop on your treadmills and read your Dr. Phil books. Meanwhile, I will become more jaded and go back to what I do best. Writing tasteless jokes, failing miserably, and disappointing others. 
boy, I sure can't wait to hear all about your goals in 2016. My bet is, is that they will be the very same goals that you've ha had and failed at year after year since 1987. <laughs> it's a very uplifting message there, Steele. Well, I'm a positive, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a motivational speaker. <laughs> I'm glad you're not changing, though. It, it sounds like you're going to be exactly the same. Well, I'm changing, but in the probably going in the opposite direction. Like, I'm not planning on like improving myself. If anything, I'm going to be going backwards. Like, you know, becoming more jaded, more insensitive, more insulting, just just by my overall loathing of society. No, that, that that's very understandable. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, especially because that means we're going to get some uh, some more. Um, um, passionate rants the rest of the year or this new year. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't think that's going to be much of a problem. Uh, you know, things are already pissing me off and the new year hasn't even happened yet, but yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, it's just really these false fucking promises. Try people try to convince themselves that life is going to be greener. Once it becomes like January 1st is some magical number. Like every year, January 1st, it's like magic. It just falls out of the sky and all of a sudden everything's, hunky dory and it's going to be better and everything's going to life is going to be grand you're going to you're going to get a better job you're going to fucking find a, a hotter wife you're going to you know your kids are going to get everything they want it's all bullshit it never happens it's all crap like you know wackily what's your new year's resolution i don't do that <laughs> <laughs> i mean mine are always like limiting like like i want to gain less than 15 pounds next year <laughs> something like that you know? <laughs> Which you barely achieve that, but yeah, hey. I'll sometimes come in at like fourteen point nine or something. Yeah, ride that rocket. Whenever people talk about New Year's resolutions, I just kind of don't say anything. But in the back of my mind, I'm just, I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, what's the over under on this one? So, you do, you, do you have any New Year's resolutions there? No, you? of course not. Keep, keep, just keep podcasting. Just keep, just keep crafting. Any for the show? Maybe pods. not a personal one, but one for the show. Um, hopefully have, uh, you back maybe on a quarterly <laughs> basis. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't. I love how you two are setting the butt, like, like Lance, he always says that I don't want to gain more than 15 pounds. It's like they, you're setting one, but the bar is so low that it's like, and, and, <laughs> and then fucking... <laughs> well, hey, I'm all for striving for mediocrity. So I, I think that if you're going to do it, you're doing it the right way. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think it's just kind of, it's just funny to me that people set these goals for themselves and they think, oh, you know, this is, this is what I'm going to do. And then it's, as soon as like what the first week of January comes around, they're just like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're five boxes into Russell Stover's candies. You know, they're going to drop all this. But the thing that's really exploded it in the last fucking seven or eight years of social, like before, like I could, I wouldn't like have as much loathing because I, I wouldn't have to hear because I, fuck it, I, I, I'm a recluse half the time. I can isolate myself from society. I don't have to hear about people's New Year's resolutions. The problem is the social networking bullshit, the Twitters and the Facebooks and the Instagrams. Everybody's got to broadcast a week or two ahead of time what their new year's resolutions are you know and you, some of these people you know like personally and you go but that fucker said the same thing and, and on social media you know what they said three years ago every year the same thing oh i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this no you didn't do it the last four fucking years now you're not gonna do it this year douchebag that's what i love about steel he's on social media to decry social media 
Somebody's got to do it. It's, Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. It's anyway. a conflict of interest, believe me. It's a love-hate. <laughs> anyway, Steele, um, th- those are some excellent rants, and I'm looking forward to some more of the uh, 2016 rants that are coming up. Uh, we got we got a couple phone calls to get to. Before we get to that, though, here's another word from our sponsor, Holiday Message from AdamandEve.com. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. It's December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. People, you can call the Sick and Wrong hotline at 206-666-3846. We did get, you know, I was all I was all excited. I posted all these messages like, hey, you know, Steel and Wackerly are going to be on the show. Come on, call the show, be a part of the show, leave your holiday messages. We got a few phone calls. Barely any were related to the holidays. Okay. Yeah. So um, I kind of picked the best ones here that, that would work. Um the first one is an is that gay question. We haven't done is that gay in a while. Let me Great, see I'm down with that. All right, let me uh, let me roll the is that gay theme music. I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I think unicorns are kick ass. Is that gay? I just watched my brother jerk off. Is that gay? I'm at the urinal and this guy's looking over the wall. Is that gay? I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I think you've got a really nice ass. Hey, sick and wrong. Another quick is that gay question. Um, so I was at this, uh, party the other night, um, with a couple of dudes and it was like, it was mostly a sausage fest, but it was like a few chicks, you know, like maybe three or four chicks every like 10 dudes. Um, three or four chicks for every 10 dudes. And what happened was we were over there and, uh, or I was over there and I was kind of like sitting there just kind of drinking a beer, sitting on the couch and... A couple of dudes, you know, me and, like, a couple of dudes kind of came over and started talking about random shit, like, football and stuff. And then one of the dudes, like, seemed to, like, have this weird staring problem or, like, uh, this, like, weird thing where, like, he would, like, wink and stuff. Like, give me this, like, weird wink. Like, when, like, it seemed like nobody else was looking. And I didn't know if he was, like, joking or, like, fucking with me or what, but he was, like, smiling, like, and, like, giving me, like, this weird wink. And I was wondering, like, um, anyway, whatever. So I was thinking he's gay, and then, like, out of nowhere, um, uh, he kind of, uh, he winked at this girl, and then they ended up going in the room and making out. So I was wondering, is it gay to wink at a guy? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he has a twitch. You know what I mean? Don't you think he, the guy's got like a Tourette's or something? Maybe this guy in the bar was Michael J. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> He's got Parkinson's. Um, yeah, I imagine it'd be kind of gay if a dude's winking at you expectantly, like he, he wants to hit on you. Or else, you know, like... Uh, 
he's giving signals like he's the catcher or something. <laughs> have you had steel have you ever had a guy wink at you I have never had that. Now, I mean, gayer than a wink would be if this guy wanted to go winklers. If he wanted to go thumb up the ass, then that that might be gay. I'm not sure, but I think that's at least borderline homo. But just an eye wink. I used to, one of my alter egos at the bar when I'd get drunk, that one of my nicknames used to be, the, some of our friends would refer to me as Joe Winks because I, I'd start drinking some, and I'd just, like, but I'd be doing it to friends. Like, if I was talking about a story or, like, I'm going to get in that chick's pants and I'd give the, you know, like, across the table I give one of my guy friends a wink like 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 it's both like you know she's not gonna fuck me but I'm gonna you know try and they'd like laugh at me and like say you'll never have it and I'd wink at him like bullshit I got this and then I'd fail miserably and they laughed at me even more but I used to like I used to intentionally like wink because people would make it it's uncomfortable and if I saw a girl like working a barmaid or something behind the bar I'd order a drink and then wink at her like a, a wink is such a cocky, arrogant, uncomfortable, awkward thing to do, or maybe this guy was just trying to do that, because I doubt it, because if they didn't know each other, it's very odd to be winking at another man without, like Lance said, maybe fluttering his eyelashes, looking to say, hey, I'm a bottom, but I mean, I used to go around <laughs> winking to people I knew, and fucking, but I'd also wink at strange broads, because they wouldn't know how to react to it, they'd look and go, what the fuck is he doing? Did it ever work? Sure. Like, did you yeah, ever actually get it? Not one time. Not one fucking time. Uh, there were times where I felt that they thought, I thought maybe the girl was creeped out enough by it. They might send an Amber alert out on me. Like it never worked for me. I remember uh, I was talking to my ex about this and she was telling me um, the dude that, that Australian guy that was in Pacific Rim. Do you remember him wankerly? Paul Hogan. No, not not Paul Hogan. He was another Australian guy, a younger guy that was in Pacific Rim that like got in a fight with uh, with Jax. I forget that guy's name. I don't know. Did you ever see Pacific Rim? Yeah. No, is it like a surfer movie or something? I don't know what it is. Gay film of its own. <laughs> it's, a, it's a film of these giant robots that like fought uh, sea monsters it's or something. Gay. Okay, it's pretty gay. Anyway, she was at she was like at some bar and this dude's dating a friend of hers and he like winked at her. And she said uh -huh. she almost melted. Like she was oh, like, she liked "Oh my it. god." Yeah, no, she said it was like so hot. So I was wondering like are there some dudes that could pull off the wink? I don't know. We know it didn't work for steel. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm thinking, I mean, what does work for me, though? I mean, I'm such a fucking awful, like, my personality is awful, my conversation's awful, my looks obviously are awful. I, I would mean, be freaked like, out if I was at a bar and a guy that looked like Seal was sitting there winking at me. <laughs> I would be freaked out. I'd probably leave the bar. Well, I can see that. Believe me, chicks felt the same way you did. Like I said, it never even worked. It never even came close to work. Like I, like I get all like cocky with drinking. Like, hey guys, I gotta let me. I'm gonna wink at her and, wink, and, and wink. they fucking they'd run for cover. I mean, they, they didn't want anything to do with me. I, I, I guess if you're a halfway decent looking guy, you might be able to get away with it in certain circumstances. I mean, if you're just randomly doing it, like I, like I said, when I'd order drinks, I'd like wink at a hot chick that was working the bar, so I, I'd give her a little wink, and she'd like just look away, like, what the fuck's he doing? <laughs> so, but if you were a decent-looking guy and had something going for you, maybe a chick would like it. I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, Santa, I, Santa I Claus is a big winker. 
Yeah, and he he looks like an old leather daddy. Like he looks well, like. I'm thinking an, maybe steel if you like made your beard like whiter and then just put on the whole Santa Claus outfit and then tried the wink, gained a little but, weight. Well, you can just put a pillow in or something. It doesn't matter. That so might mean I have to go and have children sit on my lap and I have to wink at kids. <laughs> now you're really going to send out an Amber Alert. Why that you just been doing that before you got to the bar? Oh, okay. You'd so, be like, oh, what a long day of, of entertaining children. <laughs> like a so you want me to fake go to bars as a fake Santa Claus mall Santa who just got off duty? Yeah. <laughs> you said that nothing else is working for you. I mean, you might yeah. as well try it. You might as well give it a shot. I mean, I mean nothing at this point. What does it matter? I mean, it, it might work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, I think it's gay to wink at a dude. Um, moving on to the next story. Um, this is a shit story, actually. It's a holiday shit story. So here's a shit story. Once upon a time, a married couple called me up to come over for dinner. As we finished our dinner, we went up to the bedroom and had a threesome. She was sucking my meatball. Logan rammed doggy style by her husband. Meatball. He finished, and she displayed a cream pie on the sheets. He stood up and went to take a shower. She then put on an eight and a half inch strap on dildo and rode me. After a few minutes, and by heavy. Th- Is this John Waters? Does it sound like him? Sounds like him, yeah. It totally sounds like John Waters. So wait, this this guy's getting pegged by a chick right now. Right. Okay, he's getting pegged, not the other guy? No, the other guy is the husband. The husband went and took a shower. And it sounds oh, okay. like... I thought you said she took a shower. Okay. All yeah, right, no. I'm with you. Oh, you thought it was the husband that was fucking this dude. He might have winked at him. I was fucking her and he was getting his dick sucked and then I thought she got up and took a shower and then came back with a strap on. But I'm all... I, if you guys are... I'm with you if you just describe what you... I'm I'm up to speed now. I think. Wackily, are you following this? Uh, I I think you're right. I think she's strapped. The wife is pegging this guy who was participating in the threesome with this this married couple. All right. The strap broke. We laughed. I then looked down and saw that my hard drive was upgraded by an inch. (laughs) I perceived to dick punch her clit like Mike Tyson style. After I came in her, all of us lied on the bed and had a cigarette. The next day I woke up and had to take a massive shit. It felt like constant butt spit pouring out of my anus with a plus of a couple nuggets. At the end, it started to tickle with a drip. I looked in the toilet, and it was nothing more than a swamp of blood. Well, that's kind of festive. I opened the book to anal fissures and hemorrhoids. Side note, she was nine months pregnant and gave birth to a stillborn. <laughs> the <end. laughs> well, well, thanks for sharing there. I mean, <laughs> that, was, that was nice. Um... Yeah, wow. That uh Jesus. I imagine John Waters would be into something like that. 
Oh, I don't yeah. I the ladies so much. Well, he, 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 he'd like the pegging, though, I'm sure. <laughs> you, you don't think John Waters would be opposed to being pegged and then shitting out a bunch of blood? I think he would be opposed to it. Well, man, I mean, to each their own. That's him. I don't know. I would say, but uh, email him. Yeah, um, I guess I didn't really have much. To, see what I'm saying? Like none of these these phone calls had much to do about the holidays, but but yet they came in around when I asked for holiday messages. Well, I mean, that's I mean, doesn't that happen at everybody's holiday parties over the holiday season where they get pegged and then shit blood and then the. <laughs> person they got pegged by as a stillborn baby I mean, that's probably going to happen at every company christmas party around the country this time of year i'm surprised a nine-month-old lady would participate in such shenanigans nine months pregnant or nine month nine not nine month old lady a nine month pregnant nine month pregnant lady yeah it's too much fucking eggnog for me um no she's nine months pregnant she's strapping on a dildo and fucking a dude in the ass this, I mean, do, do, would you be worried about the baby? No wonder that baby's stillborn. Well, probably, yeah. Uh, probably from the strap-on, like the face of the strap-on kept probably hitting her uterus. Right, soft spot. So, yeah, exactly. Oh, like no. You see where that, like, uh, you know, where you're strapping on, it's probably in her midsection. Mm. Right. But I also love how we just threw in that tidbit at the end, like, He's like, he's shit blood, he got fucked, he got pegged, this, this, and oh, by the way, she was nine months pregnant, and he had a stillborn kid. I actually think this uh, whole story's made up, but... The, the thing is, the euphemisms he was using, that's what made well, me think it was fictitious. I think having a stillborn when you're nine months pregnant is, like, very rare. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. Steel, do steel, uh, I'm gonna, yeah. uh, what do you think about this? Well, I, I haven't, you know, I haven't quite got my certification as an OBGYN yet, but I guess I would probably agree with Lance's clinical uh, diagnosis and probably agree that probably nine months for it, because, yeah, they're stillborns usually born, like, midterm. Well, you've had, a, you've had a child, though, right? A black baby, yeah, the miracle birth of December 1995. <laughs> a lot of people think December is the, Jesus is the miracle birth. No, the miracle birth is when your girlfriend's white and she pops out a black baby. That's a miracle. <laughs> we discussed this. I, 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 I don't remember. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, um, thank you for sharing with that, that shit story there. Um, I imagine Jesus probably did the same thing. You know? Well, I mean, who hasn't? <laughs> All right, we got, we got one more call to get to here. Um, do you remember uh, Big Papa Smurf? You remember that guy, Wackerly? Yeah. Yeah, he called back. He called he called the show. What up, sick and wrong? Yo, it's uh Big Papa Smurf again. And uh, uh uh smoking some weed there, blunt or something. I had a bit of a story to tell you guys. It happened just the other day. It was about like a week ago or so. So we found out that my brother's girlfriend's friend cheated on her with a 16-year-old girl, dude's 23, complete pedophile status. And we told her to warn him that if he came up to our door for any reason, if any rhyme or reason, that we'd beat his ass. And lo and behold, motherfucker comes up to our door. <laughs> so 
what a dumbass. We be- I mean, that sounds like it's justified. I mean, why, why would the guy show up if, he, if there was a warning given? Yeah, I don't know. But then, that, that, you know, that is a pedo. Not in the UK, though. Oh. I think in the UK, you could be 16, I think, right? Well, I, there's a lot of states still, a lot of states here that 16 is the age of consent. Like, What's uh, Michigan? I think Michigan's six. I think the age of consent is technically 16. And, and I mean, I, I, I have a hard, I have, an, I have a problem. Somebody saying a 23-year-old guy banged a 16-year-old girl, that's hardly pedophile. I mean, you know, there's guys who fucking when you're in, when I was in high school, they're like 18 dating freshmen. I mean, it's not that far <laughs> difference in age. I mean, the chick's almost a fucking, you know, grown adult by that. I mean, I... A pedo to me is, you know, fucking Sandusky. You know, he's fucking clean. <laughs> I think you know, like Gordy. Like Gordy's a pedo to me. Like that guy's like, you know, banging yeah, eight-year-olds. Yeah, he's going after elementary and middle school kids. And like Sandusky's banging fucking tweens in a shower at Penn State and giving them fucking free Sun Bowl tickets, which actually, if I was getting Sun Bowl tickets, I, you know, I mean, as long as it's Consider not it. fucking... Yeah, I mean, they they really don't have much to complain about. They did get bowl game tickets, so, you know. Do you think Sandusky uh, winked at, uh, at the dudes? <laughs> I'm sure he winked at a lot of young, vibrant, budding, prepubescent boys. <laughs> so, but, to them. so this guy is basically a statutory rapist. That's what I would yeah, say. Yeah, I guess that would and Well, that's the other. I mean, I, I have a problem with the term statutory I mean, rape is like forcible. Like, rape, we've changed rape, like, over the years. Like, rape used to be, you had a Force sex upon somebody, force penetration. Like now, statue. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Like, it's like she's underage, but like, if you're eight, like you're 19 dating a 16 year old, all of a sudden, if the parents get a bug up their ass, they can go after them for statutory rape. It's all, all, all relative. Well, I, I think that's what, the, what what that means here. But this guy's 23. Obviously, the, the, in this state, um, I think he's in Texas or something. They got to be a what, like 18. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know what Texas's laws are. Like I said, they vary. Some are 17, some are 18, some are 16. Some states, it, it varies what the consent laws are. Regardless, the guy got a warning, but yet he still showed up anyway. Right. His ass. And so, here comes the fun part. Because the neighbor called the cops because we kind of kicked the shit out of this dude in our front yard, so... <laughs> We had to come up with a bit of a fabrication as to why there was a beaten man in our front yard when the cops arrived. So before they arrived, I put shit, dog shit to be specific, in his mouth. And (laughs) he got up. Of course, cops were already here. They They got reports of two large black men beating a white man in their front yard. And of course the pet was a white told him, I don't know, man. Motherfucker just started attacking us. He looked fucking cracked out. Motherfucker was eating shit in our front yard. We tell him to get the fuck <laughs> we tell him to leave. And motherfucker just lashing out at us. And since we're in a town, I guess since we're in a town full of fucking tweakers and crackheads and gangbangers and such upstanding citizens they believe us and they put him in the fucking car and drove away so yeah it was different 
Anyway, keep it sick. Keep it wrong. I would say that's a Christmas miracle. You're lucky you weren't in Ferguson. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, that's that's something else. I like I like the added touch after you fucking already beat a guy senseless. You stick dog shit in his mouth. That's a great move. <laughs> But I mean, it worked for the story, though, because the dude's like, uh, well, he's this crazy white boy, shows up, starts screaming and attacking us. He's got shit in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's great. They also blamed him. Like, he just came eating shit off the grass. Like, he's just mad <laughs> insane. It's like he's on bath salts. He got to the house and he's just, he's just eating dog shit on our grass. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. Yeah, great story. Yeah, well, that, well, there you go. That's like almost two holiday shit stories. But it's a Christmas miracle that you didn't get arrested. I don't know how many yeah, times yeah. you could say that would happen. Anyway, yeah, I, people call the sticker on hotline 206-666-3846. Um, we have new Sick and Wrong merch coming in the new year. Uh, we haven't made a shirt in a while, but uh, we're working on it. I'm planning to have new uh, new tees available soon. Uh, but for now, if you want to buy a t-shirt, just go to the Cafe Press store. It's cafepress.com slash uh, sick and wrong. And uh, finally here, the sick and wrong song of the week is, uh, have you guys ever heard this? Easy E's Merry Motherfucking Christmas. Can't say that I have. Yeah, it was released oh, yeah, in 92. Yeah, I almost think we've ended the holiday show with this song. But I, this I don't pre-age? remember. This must have been pre-AIDS, easy, right? Was he the guy, wasn't he the one that had AIDS? I feel like he died of AIDS very quickly. Like, he got AIDS and he was dead like a week later. So, I, it kind of had to be pre-AIDS, right? Yeah, this okay. was, I think he got AIDS in like 95. This is before they had like the co- the cocktail of of uh, medicines or whatever they call This is right, before right. he had like three T4 cells left. Um, did, you, did you see the NWA biopic? No, no I, I haven't. Look good, though. Oh, no, it was it was definitely entertaining. But the the one scene where all of a sudden Easy starts getting sick and he's like coughing and he eventually like passes out and they're in the hospital and the doctor comes up and it's like this white guy and he's like surrounded with all his gangsta homies and uh he's like uh, so um you have AIDS. And he's like <laughs> I ain't no faggot. What are you talking about? And he's like, "Well, um you you don't have to be a faggot." Um he's like, "All right, doc. Well, what should I do?" He's like, "Well, you got three T4 cells left. Um, and he's like, what does that mean? You're dead. <laughs> and then uh, and then everybody had to come say goodbye, and it was really sad, and his girlfriend got all upset. Mm. Right. Best part of the Did movie. Did she also have AIDS? They never said. She was even pregnant. So <laughs> well, I, the baby I don't might know. have had AIDS. But Usually you get a warning, right? Right. Usually they're like, "Well, you have HIV," and then you're like, "Oh, well, how soon am I going to get AIDS?" But they just they just rolled out the AIDS for him right away, huh? Think how many girls Easy banged. Oh. And I'm not even saying girls; I'm saying prostitutes. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure most of them were. Yeah. No. He. Yeah. He, variety. He definitely had his fair share. Um, but anyway, yeah. th- this song's great though. Merry motherfucking Christmas came out in 1992. He interpolates jingle bells, substituting a candy red 64 for a one horse open sleigh. Uh, there's farting. There's like a sound of a girl filleting him. It's gotta be one of the best Christmas songs. 
So um yeah, it's 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 not as good as the Rat Pack, but uh it's it's no marshmallow. What was that marshmallow cream puff or what was that song? World, yes. Yes. <laughs> Little Sammy Davis. I, I think you should play this at uh at your 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 Christmas uh dinner or whatever. Well, um, Sammy Davis was like the Rat Pack easy. He was, you know, he was the <laughs> He was, he was like the, a satanist Jew, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a black Jew with a one eye. He was missing an eye. He had yeah, an eye so he could have been winking eye. at somebody, too. Yeah, absolutely. You think he was winking, eye. yeah. Anyway. Well, people, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll be back with some more shows uh, in 2016. Thank you, Wackerly, for being on the holiday show. It's no always problem. good to hear from you. Um, thank you, Seal. I'm looking forward to yeah. some more Fistful of Steel next year. It's definitely sure. one, of the, one of the more popular segments here on the show. We'll be back next week with uh, episode uh, 513. Till then, Happy New Year. All right. Well, good night. Come on over, honey, and give your Uncle Dolomite a kiss. Well, what you want, baby? Won't you tell me a story? You want me to tell you a story? Hell yeah. Me too. Yes, honey. I'm going to tell you a story about the badass easy he was drinking whiskey and gin at the age of three. Listen and listen well. He's a bad motherfucker. Give me that goddamn book. Here, let me read you this one. Christmas in Compton. It was a silent night, yes, a holy night, until Mr. Claus turned into Santa motherfucking right?